This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. On the show today, you'll find out where book publishing is going and how to take advantage of it. How to identify and avoid publishing predators. What opportunities are emerging as the book trade evolves in new forms. How to avoid losing money and much, much more. Join us now as a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take the author to the next, next level of publishing. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd. And now, here's your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, here we are marching through the year. We've got so much going on, and we are now kissing February. So with that said, we have a lot going on in the month of February underneath the Author You umbrella. But there's also just a huge amount going on that you should be focused on as you move forward um, in your own publishing, in your writing, in your book marketing, in thinking about distribution, thinking about pre-marketing if your book is coming out, thinking about maybe revising a book if it's limping along, or maybe some other new promo things. So I've got one of my favorite people, Kathy's been with us many times before, with me today to do kind of a brainstorming. And we also want to let you know about a very cool uh, if you're listening to this before February 24th, a very cool webinar. Actually, it's an online summit that we're making available to all of you for free on Saturday morning, February 24th. And we'll give you a little bit more information about that. But with that said, let's welcome back Kathy um, Mice. And she's she's the founder and CEO of Bublish, which is one of my favorite little tools to use. And we'll get into that. It's really the world's first complete publishing platform with integrated marketing along with it. So with Kathy's more than 25 years of experience in the media and publishing of industries, she's served in a wide variety of editorial and management positions as with, with some of the biggies, some of the biggest uh, leading media companies in the country, like CBS, like Forbes magazine, She's a professional writer, she's an editor, she's a ghostwriter, and she speaks and blogs frequently on the subject of book promotion, author branding, book marketing, and discoverability. So I think, Kathy, I'd love to also get into both author and book branding. Um, right. Through our hour, because I think that would be a good idea to jump into. But let's, number one, welcome back. Glad to have you. Thank you. Great to be here. Always love to talk with you, Judith. Happy New Year. Same to you. A little you. late. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I um, am, you know, as, as we are, this is being listened to for the first time, I am deep, 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 deep into finishing up my next book, which is How to Create a Million Dollar Speech. Um, oh, that using your book as the basis and going out and being an expert. So it's long overdue. There's yeah. really... I like it. But the sheepy guys are coming back. They've all been designed. <laughs> we're, we're ready. We're, we're rocking and rolling and ready to go. Good for you. That's yeah. fabulous. So, Kathy, I'd like to, let's kind of do a look back and then we'll, let's then leap forward. Um, what do you think were some of the biggest, biggest things that came out of last year in, in publishing? With regard to publishing trends yeah. and. Yeah. Yeah, public, publishing, I, marketing. Yeah. 
Well, I think that the marketplace is getting a little more mature. And instead of looking at the latest, like what can get me sales in a day, like fast, quick, it's more turning. And I don't know if you agree with this to a sense of foundational issues, like uh, really getting the foundation of positioning the book right, really understanding your readership and making sure that your book is, can delight that readership. So it's less of a, a shiny, you know, what's the newest bells and whistles kind of marketplace and more of a let me understand um, as an author you know, what I'm doing, who I'm writing for, what my goals are. And, you know, at Publish, what we've really started to talk about is, you know, really think about your your book as a product, um, an informational or educational product. And, you know, that makes some people uncomfortable, but I do think that authors are becoming more business savvy. And so they're thinking that way. They're writing business plans, um, around their books. They're, they're really thinking, how does the book fit in like what you're saying into a larger, um, you know, business goals, uh, being, you know, monetized in multiple ways through multiple formats, through multiple channels, through, uh, multiple media. So mm-hmm. I think the marketplace is just getting savvier and more business sophisticated as it were. Would you agree? Yeah, I, yes, I would. And and to me, that's a thank God, um, because yes. I, I I have been so all over authors getting that this is a business. And so, I mean, that's really what you're saying. They're getting, oh, wait a minute, this is a business. I spent two hours this morning with one of my favorite authors, Lisa Renicky, who has written some wonderful, wonderful children's books um, and just yeah. finished her fourth one, Bart's Escape, which is a hoot. And... Um, and, and then we're also finishing a book about her dad, who was a, a football, you know, a football hero. He what, turned out to be a flyboy um, through the, the the war, the Second World War, and really kind of it, it, the letters. And it's based all on these letters that he wrote to his wife. And then Lisa's come in with a wonderful commentary that what was going on in her family. Um, during the time and, and and as you know as they grew up and and her reflections based on all these letters and what was fascinating for me is that he never spelled his wife's name the same way I was like did you know how to <laughs> really Buster did you get this down right well she's a master marketer Lisa and she's yeah. an example of yeah someone who comes out of running other businesses and now is putting that uh, you know that background to work on the publishing side of her business. And, you know, it's great to see that. Uh, yeah, we're honored to distribute some of her books and more yes. all the time. So yeah, she's, great stuff. Yeah. She has done some really cool stuff um, in, and where she's going, but this is also for those of you listening in, Lisa had a plan and she, and that plan. And here's the thing that I, I think where a lot of us get stuck um, it's, it's like just before I started this phone call, I had a conversation with one of my clients that, okay, fellas, this is what I want you to do. I want you to go find your favorite chair. I want you to get your favorite beverage of choice. 
whether it's alcohol or not, I don't care. I don't. It's irrelevant to me. <laughs> your favorite beverage. I want you to settle down, and I want you to close your eyes and visualize, because she she is moving stuff around on her cover all over the place, and I want you to let the designer do what they do well, and that to let it evolve and happen, um, because she's ending up, you know. She said, frustrated. I said, I want you to get a pass of frustration. So, and then I'm going to call you after the show's over and we'll talk. So that sometimes you need to step back. But I think that what's important and what I was saying is when it comes to plans is a lot of times people have concrete plans and you need to understand that, you know, concrete has cracks in it. Um, and sometimes there's chips and sometimes there's breaks and sometimes that concrete's not meant to be stayed together and it has to be replaced. And so I think we need to realize that we need plans, but also we need some flexibility to our plans because new items come in and new ideas come in. Um, and I'm not saying go from the seat of the pants with everything, but I'm just saying that you have to be open because you may hear something that could be a perfect fit that if you had been so myopic thinking, I can only do it this way, you'll end up missing a major opportunity. And, and I don't, Kathy and I don't want you to miss opportunities. Yeah, well, that's, again, um, and I guess with the concept of business, I would say, and it's a term we use, you know, all the time, entrepreneurial authors or authorpreneurs, as we say, published, but that agile mindset, because um, it's a quick changing marketplace. So if you don't have an agile mindset and you're not willing to do some experimentation and listen to others who tried things and trust them and try things and fail and get back up and try it. You know, you, you really aren't going to set yourself up for success because this is not a sprint. You really are starting a business and that doesn't, it doesn't matter if you traditionally publish, you hybrid publish, you self publish, you are starting a business and you're making decisions about how you want to run that business, what type of partners you want to do what kind of investors are in your business. That's publishers are to an extent investors in authors. Um, and, you know, what type of experts you want to work with. And if you, you have a team and you don't listen to them um, and you don't, you're not willing to trust them, you know, you probably aren't going to get really far, but you also have to have that agile mindset. Okay. That didn't work. Next thing. Let's try it again. That's how you learn. Um, well, yeah. And that's how you get better. Exactly. I have a client I work every morning from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. with because we're rewriting his book. And he just said, I need the captain. I said, well, I'll coordinate all that. He says, no, 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 you need to understand. I need you to do the rewrites, all the rewrites. I need to have you just do it all. So we start every morning with, you know, one minute catching up. And I just said, tell me a story. This is what our chapter is about. Tell me a story. And we have a mythical couple. And we, this is a financial book. And I put it all together to lead into the rest of his book as I do the rewrites on the rest of the book. The goal is to make it more consumer friendly, not so stiff, not so inundated. Mm -hmm. You need numbers. I get that. But they've got to be presented. So, oh, I get this. This connects. I get this. I get it. This sounds like us. Um, and so that's what sometimes you just have to find what works with for you. But that's where you bring that experts together to make it work. So for, for Will, it was really just to say, you know, I can't do this all myself. I need help. Great. We'll do it. So. Yeah. And, and you're right about, you know, pretty much any of the really top business 
books that are, you know, written for mainstream consumers are, are tell a lot of great stories. That's really how we learn. I mean, in pretty much everything, even in marketing, storytelling is so oh, powerful. You know, that's one of the things we did with Bublish is let you tell the story behind your story because that breaks through the noise. And it, it we're so inundated with data and information and inputs of this that we we connect with stories. Um, so said, all great business books, I agree, they have good stories in them. To me, there are must-haves. Okay, with that said, let's come back and talk about how that ties in now with, with, with marketing, the success ratio. We're with Kathy Meese. We're talking about your author success for the new year. is your guide to book publishing everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host dr judith briles and we'll be right back with more great information right after these is there a book in you or another author you will show you how to create develop and publish your book without being hooded if you already have a book out You'll find a supportive and brainstorming community that's connected and creative no matter where you live. AuthorU brings in national experts for its book camps and annual author extravaganza held each May. It has regular meetings and delivers webinars for its members on timely topics. Through AuthorU's extensive network, members enjoy exclusive benefits, including significant discounts for a variety of services necessary to publishing. The Resource, its online book publishing news magazine, is content-heavy and it's free. If you want to create a book that has pizzazz, punch, and panache, AuthorU is for you. If you're a hobbyist or a casual author, it's not. Join AuthorU today through its website at AuthorU.org. Follow AuthorU on Twitter at AuthorU and on Facebook at AuthorU, where timely author and publishing tips and articles are posted daily. AuthorU, where the author goes to become seriously successful. Impressions are everything in the world of book publishing. Whether your book is an ebook, a print version, or both, your book cover needs to pop, sizzle, and sparkle to immediately capture the attention of your audience. And your book's interior needs to be just as dynamic and reflect the professionalism your readers demand. Nick Selinger of NZ Graphics has won numerous national and international book awards for his cover designs and interior layouts. With over 20 years of experience in graphic design, he knows what it takes to create award-winning books and the many promotional pieces that authors need, such as posters, banners, postcards, one-sheets, business cards, logos, and more. Visit ncgraphics.com and see what authors and publishers have to say about their award-winning books and how NZ Graphics can make your book the success it was meant to be. That's nzgraphics.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. 
right with me is Kathy, the fabulous Kathy Mice, the creator brains behind Bubblish, one of my favorite pre-marketing as well as ongoing marketing platforms for books and they're into distribution. So since I said the distribution word, Kathy, why don't you talk a little bit about what's going on in book marketing distribution for both ebook, you know, from, from the ebook side, but from the, the um, print side. Yeah, so we, um, you know, have moved into distribution at Publish because what really is the case with marketing is it's very holistic, right? So the more places you can touch the elements of discoverability, you can touch the product page, you can enhance the cover, you can play with the pricing, all these little levers that move uh, both discoverability and sales and revenue from a book. Um, it's, you know, why we became interested uh, as we started as a, as a pure marketing platform and then have still offered that and then evolved into distribution. And, and I think, um, I think the next wave of disruption in self-publishing is this realization that you need a partner in distribution to do what I like to call channel marketing. So the big houses, of course, had salespeople working the bookstore market, working the library market, um, you know, doing the, the, the online marketing, running ads, all of those things. And self-published authors need all of those things, but it's all broken up. Like, how do you, you know, find someone who has the expertise to do this? So what we really emphasize is this channel marketing. So not only to get you in a channel like the bookstore channel or the library channel or the online retail channel, but to optimize you for that channel, for example, and, and, you know, I know you know this as well about the PCIP blocks that people need on their um, front matter in order for the librarians to shelve their books, you know, that, that, that preparation for it uh, in the Amazon um, channel, if you're going to run ads, you know, making sure the social proof is there, the pricing is right, the cover is right, the synopsis is right, so that when you drive people to that product page, you get the conversions. Um, being available to uh, the bookstores that you have to, you know, you can't just be on CreateSpace and Amazon for that. You have to be in another channel like Ingram or Baker and Taylor. So um, making sure that the discounting is right in those channels where, you know, it's basically a wholesale purchase by the bookstore or the end, um, the, the company that's buying the book. All types of things. Um, direct selling, even, as a channel, which um, I'm very excited that, you know, the new tool from Ingram called Aereo that we're starting to experiment with that will enable authors to also direct sale out of the wholesale Ingram catalog. So like building your platform, which is your consumer facing, you know, marketing to the readers directly, you have to build um, marketing um, optimization, discoverability and marketing campaigns in the channels where you distribute your books. And there's a lot to learn just about that back end marketing that takes place. And if you're not traditionally published, and you don't have someone running that for you, you know, working with a partner who can really optimize your revenue, uh, make sure you're discoverable there and get your sales going there. Um, and the more places you can be, the more opportunities you have to sell your book. So we, we are really, uh, you know, focused on this concept of channel marketing and 
and making sure that you're getting the highest revenue and the most sales you can in all these different channels. And they are all really different, as you know. Uh, yes, and they and they do change. And actually, I do know a lot about the REO. I've done a very extensive yeah. ops on it, and I've done a full radio show on it. Yeah, on that. I think it's. I think it's really interesting. I, um, you know, we just started uh, really playing around with it in late November, and I think it has not only. Um, I think it has some interesting brand building because you can create shelves of books that are like yours. So um, I think there's some interesting marketing collaboration that can be done with Aereo where you could um, kind of cross sell. Again, you know, when we talk foundationally with authors about positioning their books, we start with, you know, what, what are your comparable titles? What are you, who are the comparable authors? If you wanted to create a virtual bookshelf where, you know, all the best books that were for the same readership as yours were on this virtual shelf. Well, now you could actually create a bookstore of those books mm -hmm. and you could start selling it. And those authors could sort of start selling them too, as long as they're available through the Ingram wholesale catalog. So there's a lot of interesting things idea. about Aereo. I'm yeah, I, I, I think that that's a great idea. And, you know, it's, it's, it's like on one of my to-do lists. But you know, I would, I, I'm going to say, it's expand a little bit. You can have certainly, whether it's a competing title or a complementary, let's call complementary titles mm -hmm. with what your expertise is. I think that's always a good idea. But I also, I'm a prolific reader um, and going through, and there's a lot of books that I love, love, love. And that why not recommend some of those books and put a couple of lines out what you loved about them. And, you know, some of your friends and followers might easily say, gee, I, I think I'd like that book, too. Um, and you'll get a little commission on it. So what the heck? Why not? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I think I think it's a very, a very interesting tool. And the other thing is, uh, you know, they seem to be offering tools for, you know, discounting so that you could for those bulk purchases which happen a lot in nonfiction create space used to offer a tool for that which is no longer available um, Ingram appears to possibly be filling that gap um, for authors who are selling in bulk you know by uh, allowing them to create coupons through um, Aereo so there's, there's, I still have to play around with it more, but very interesting new tool. And again, if you're agile, you should be trying these things on um, mm -hmm. and just and seeing what you can do with them. It's free. <laughs> I love that now, too. And very easy you know, to set up. Yes. I mean, there, but there are some costs once it comes down or people start doing it. They, they take a little bit if they're buying from you, but still you get a commission um, through you. So Yeah, you get paid. You get paid twice, really. You get paid for, you know, the area sale, and then you get paid through the wholesale channel um, with the discount applied. So mm -hmm. whatever wholesale discount that you're offering. So it, it is a way for you to get a little extra bump on your, your wholesale sales, which can be, you know, hard to produce those margins if you're being aggressive on your wholesale discount because you want to be carried by bookstores, uh, but maybe you're non-returnable, so you're discounting at 53%. That's tough to make much money on that unit, but now you could make a little bit more if you were selling it um, through the Aereo platform, a second kind of 
little chunk of money that could be made on that same unit when yes. you direct sell it. So I like that too. <laughs> yes. So here's a tip for all of you. Let me, first of all, let me spell Ariel for you. It's A as an Apple, E as an Edward, R as in Roger, I, Igloo, O in uh, Obama. Okay. So Ariel.com and you can <laughs> find it very quickly or you go to the Ingram, um, IngramSpark.com and it'll be right there. But those are things that you need to look about. So that's, that's one of the things and people are now buzzing and talking about it. Um, as you go along. And I'm also going to suggest if you do do this, please include your own book in this virtual bookstore, even though you may have it in other places on your website, include it in there because if people are shopping, make it easy. And they're saying, oh yeah, wait a minute, I don't have that copy. Does that make sense? Please do that. Mm -hmm. All right. So let's, so we've got distribution going on and I know Kathy, you're going to be at the coming up here shortly. You're going to be at the, you mentioned um, needs for, although I'm seeing that change. I have seen it changed over the last couple of years, the requirement for the PCIP block that a lot of librarians, you know, are not so stuck in the mud that you have to have it. That's my experience now. But that, Yeah, you don't have to have it. I think it makes you look more professional, but the key is they're really busy, busy people. And so you want to make it as easy for them. Uh, again, I think of it as a professional courtesy. And the, the key is to get on the shelves. Because if you get on the shelves and the checkout start, then that's when you can actually get that very interesting marketing effect on the back end. Because those databases are all linked. So, um, well, Librarians type. Uh, yeah. And, and both Kathy and I are going to be at the American Library Association's annual midwinter meeting, which happens to be in my home base of Denver, Colorado. That's why we're talking about Denver right away. Um, but we'll be we'll be there. Um, hopefully we won't have a blizzard or anything. Usually we don't in the month. <laughs> we say we save our blizzards in Colorado for the month of March and April. Uh, <laughs> but, but we have six inches of snow on the ground here in Charleston, South Carolina. What are the odds of that? <laughs> as we're taping this yeah uh six inches is nothing let me tell you and for snow colorado people <laughs> i know it's paralyzed <laughs> our entire city here but yeah i'm looking forward to seeing you and i'm really looking forward you know i think both of us really see a lot of promise in the library market mm -hmm. um for independent authors uh it's um uh, it's opening up to them for you know and there's um, it's a great, you know, there's so many people who use libraries. Libraries are, you know, looking for great books that fit their leadership. And, and libraries are great, uh, great buys. They, they pay for the book. Um, yeah. and they pay quickly and they don't, you don't have to worry about a library or is a book. They're not going to be returned. So it's, it's yeah. a, really a market that you all should consider going after. But you've got to be set up. You've got to be ready to go. Kathy and I are both, we have booths. We're displaying for a select number of authors who we work with. And hopefully getting their attention that our authors will pick up with that. And with that, we're going to take another break. Um, with me is Kathy Mice, and We're talking about a variety of strategies for 2018.
Guide to Book Publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Want to publish like a pro today? Well, then take a look at Ingram Spark, the only publishing platform that offers print and ebook services through a single source. Upload, edit, and manage titles all in one place. Take more control of printing costs with print on demand and reach even more readers through one of the world's most extensive distribution networks. Built by independent publishers for independent publishers, Ingram Spark has everything you need. Need to maximize your book's potential, color printing, ebook distribution, print on demand, global reach, and more. Start publishing with Ingram Spark today and see just how far your titles will go tomorrow. That's IngramSpark.com. Many of us have dreamed of writing a book. Some of us even have. Then the hard work starts. You'll need an editor. Who will design the cover or typeset the pages? Who will format the ebook? If you're a business owner, consultant, or coach with a serious message and expertise to share, the team of experts at 1106 Design can guide you through the maze. They've helped more than a thousand authors create top quality books and avoid the not so reputable self-publishing companies. Learn more at 1106design.com. Then call Michelle at 602-866-3226. 1106design. Ned Thompson and Harry Shore started Thompson Shore in 1972. They believed employees with great character would make up the best company. They were right. They hired people who were not only experts in bookmaking, but who were obsessed with quality and delivering exceptional customer service. Almost 40 years later, Thompson Shore remains a 100% employee-owned company. Ned and Harry knew that successful customer projects are a direct result of empowered employees. We specialize in all books for large and small publishers, creating beautiful Beautiful and well-made books were dedicated to pleasing our customers by making the experience a good one from start to finish. The personal touch we have with our customers allows us to be innovative in solving their most difficult challenges. Our platform also ensures that we can remain flexible to meet our customers' unique needs and expectations. Our marketing kit can create buzz for your title, enhancing the promotion of your book during infancy. When you need to test the market to gauge your future sales, we can provide digitally printed books that will transition seamlessly into a larger offset run. From ebook to hard copy to delivery, our skillful customer service teams are at the ready to answer your most pressing question. At Thompson Shore, we know that making the highest quality books requires more than just best technologies. It requires superior customer service, professionalism to the trade, and commitment to environmental and social values. With these standards of excellence in place, you can be sure that we will always help you put your best book forward. Publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Coming up, you'll hear more about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. All right, so we're halfway through 
there's a lot to be really looking at. And so the big, we talked about some of the things in 218, but it's really going forward and re-reminding all of you, publishing is a business. Kathy said that, you know, it's, it's, mm -hmm. it's, you know, people want to sprint through. And I know people I work with, authors I work with, um, that they just think that they're done. And it, it's going back to one that I had in my office for a few hours this morning working with that when she was going through everything else that going on, she said, I had no idea that you were spending all the hours that you were doing to create it so we could actually read it now as a book. And, and people don't realize that, Kathy. They have no idea of the back end of, of creating a book. Um, and, and getting the words together right and the presentation. And so it's ready to go to actually the formatter so they can lay the book out. There is just hours, mega, mega, mega hours um, that go through it. So, Yeah, and I, I think, too, that's, you know, another trend that I see is um, a growing. I've been an editor for decades and decades um, in the non-fiction space. And I think there is um, a growing um, respect for the process of editing and that, you know, it's such a competitive book marketplace now. You can't, you can't get away without a great edit. And I think um, a lot of authors, when they originally, you know, they started out and they thought the editing process is almost like a proofreading process, but it's so different, you know, and, and just like what editors do. And I mean, that was really what the great houses also had it is a great, great publishing houses had great editors and there were relationships between the authors and the editors for decades as they helped the writers hone their craft. But behind every great author is typically a great editor. And, you know, the the biggest thing is, you know, the developmental editing. And, and really, again, where it's not just about uh, grammar, it's literally about voice and pace. And uh, this is uh, a, a, an entertainment or information product. It is a, a Mm -hmm. uh, and you want that product to be great. And a, a, a book that is edited by someone who knows the readership and can help you write something that will delight them and help you achieve your goals, that is, that is powerful. That is worth every penny. And it is a laborious process, as you say, to get those words to be the way they are. Just, you know, constructing a, a, a table of contents alone for a nonfiction book. You know, this is, you're doing one right now, right? It's, it's, uh, it's a lot of thinking. It's like the back mode of the book. Uh, Kathy, I have 17 books on my table right now I'm working on. And <laughs> you're so lazy, Judith. You're so lazy. <laughs> but, but one of the things, you know, if I, if I have an editing hat on, I'm a, de I'm developmental. I am, but I'm not for, I'm not a developmental fiction. That's a different animal. I have, a, I have different people I refer to, but for nonfiction, I'm developmental and I'm looking for the consumer read. How is that business person going to read it? Is that, how is that, that healthcare uh, professional? How, how are they going to read it? Do I have the right, that deal? And I had a, I have a wonderful, wonderful book coming in on Alzheimer's, which is, uh -huh. Sue Miller's, it's, it's, it's the best book I've ever seen on the topic. And we're not talking about a clinical book. We're talking about a heart and soul book 
of the spouse who went through it and from the denial to the acceptance from the kids not believing that what mom's talking about I mean we even had a discussion on the title on it and the kids now these are all adult kids wanted to change the title to include our life and I said no it's not their life it was your life it's, we're sticking with the title we came up with it is your life they were mm -hmm. answered with it but it's and I understand the ramifications um, coming but she was the one that lived it and breathed it every freaking minute of the day and I think that and, and that's so for me I have to get in and fight for the author too I mean I am the author's advocate and I have to fight for them so their vision and their voice is carried and not someone else who can manipulate or influence them and that's really hard for mm. people get pulled into that but it is their editing has everyone all of you need to understand there are multiple levels of editing and the first stage is mm. you make sure that you have something that has is that has solidity in it and that it's got a story within it whether we're fiction or non-fiction it's got a story it's got a solution to it it's going to move forward to it the proofreader is way down the road way down the road and don't get stuck up on punctuation and all that at that point in fact we you know we do that final proof once the book has been formally laid out because i'm going to guarantee all of you things will pop out you can't even imagine they just do all the time oh yeah yep it yeah is. and it's just uh if i if there's one piece of advice is you know invest in the editing uh, because you can have a great story mm -hmm. um you can have a great piece of nonfiction, but again if it's not honed and shaped uh to delight a specific audience if it's not um if the pace isn't there if you don't meet the reader's expectation all of those things are about developmental editing um not grammar and punctuation and at the highest level you know crafting something products are not placed in the marketplace in a, a void there are personas created to place those products in front of particular people and delight them and 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 that is exactly what a developmental editor will do with a book um, and yeah. help you tell your story authentically but you know to a specific audience and that's where it goes back, Kathy, and then for all of you who are listening in, it, what, that's where it goes back to the issue of who are you writing for? And you have got to know who, who that who is because it will help you as the author in your writing. But it also, you have to articulate that to the person, you know, your team. So whether if for your marketing, for that developmental, for all that, because there's different languages. I mean, I've had to fight with other people. I mean, probably readers going out for. They said, no, 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 we should be using this. And I said, no, 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 you don't know that audience. You know, you want to do the proper way. I get it. But we need to understand the audience. This is the jargon. Stick with it. And so that's where I have to get out my dukes and ready to fight it out <laughs> to protect the audience. <laughs> Yeah, well, you're doing them a service. You know, friction is good. When you're writing a book, you, you know, it's, you, you can't be the yes person. You have to be a little, create a little friction, creates energy. All right. And it ends up, you know, creating a great manuscript. 
All right. Other things going forward, and then we're we're gonna we're gonna after our final break, we're gonna come back and talk about at the taste of the author you extravaganza online summit we're gonna do, um, and some of the things that are coming along with the extravaganza, which we're really excited about this year. We're actually moving it out of Denver, everyone, to the mountains. Um, Yay! Yeah. And and I have to tell you, summertime in the Colorado Rockies is sensational. It is sensational. And and I and you you need to sometimes think of this as a retreat going away. You know, I've mentioned it that you know, why I'm I'm in the middle of it. I've taken time off and we're actually doing this as a pre-tape because I am going underground for 2 weeks to finish my next book. And that I'm working, I'm working with 37 authors one week, but the next week is all about me. And that sometimes you have to do an escape to just noodle, to think, to do plan, to put that plan together Kathy was talking about as we kicked off the program today. Sometimes it is to regroup what's working, what's not working, where do I want to go? And to just sometimes have fantasy towns. So getting away, and I I remember telling Kathy when when the person we did a survey, of our members about going out of town and about 60% said, you know, I'm open to it. Um, but I had people say, no, no, I want to go home and sleep in my bed at night. And I said, I don't want you to, because if you're going home, you're going to start doing all your home stuff and you're going to pull away from the things that you, that should be immersing and maybe being massaged a little bit that you've learned here. And now you walk away from it and I'm going to keep you in the place. So we'll see if they come or not. Who knows? Yeah, well, I think, too, what I love about Author You is, you know, you've got a lot of great mentors there. And if people are hanging around and having a glass of wine at the end of the day, you know, you're just learning and enjoying yourself. And then there's the camaraderie and other people who are also learning and doing and trying and, you know, they can share their successes and failures. And there's so much fun, creative learning that goes on in a really casual atmosphere outside of the actual session. So I think it's great. And you get to digest, right, all of that stuff you learned, which can be a little overwhelming. Exactly. That's exactly right. All right. We're going to come back. And after this is our final break coming up, and we're going to talk about click click online versus brick face-to-face. It's Author You, your guide to book publishing. With me is Kathy Mice, the CEO of Publish. is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. The book shepherding concept is simple. The publishing world is changing and so must you. You need an experienced shepherd and a guide to partner with you as you create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve your publishing goals. You can't do it alone without paying the price. You can spend your money creating a book that turns out to be so-so, or you can create a book that looks and feels classy, builds your brand, and is a financial success, a bestseller. It's your choice. You choose. You need the book shepherd. Publishing is riddled with obstacles, sometimes nightmares for the author. 
You don't need problems. You want solutions. Dr. Judith Bryles will shepherd you through the maze and the chaos. At times, she's had to step in and rescue a book, a book that has been sabotaged by a publisher or by a publishing service provider or sometimes even the author themselves. Judith Bryles is the book shepherd. If you want to create a book with no regrets, give her a call today. 303-885-2207. That's 303-885-2207. Or email her at Judith at Bryles.com. By the way, Bryles is spelled B-R-I-L-E-S. Follow Judith on Twitter at My Book Shepherd and on Facebook at The Book Shepherd. One of the most important decisions you will ever make is your choice for printing your book. You are choosing a company which will be responsible for guiding you through the process and printing your book at a level of quality and detail that embraces your personal and creative needs. You want to choose a company that when your book finally arrives, you are delighted and ready to move on to the next level and one that is customer focused. Choose King Printing Company and Addy Books to be that company that brings you to the next level. Go to kingprinting.com or call 978-458-2345 and ask for Tom Campbell. At Total Printing Systems, customer service is our priority. We are located in Southern Illinois. Our employees have an average of 18 years' experience and know that customer relationships are important to our continued success. We have been a short-run book printer for nearly 40 years and always stay at the forefront of technology. Our niche is from 1 to 5,000 copies. Today, we offer digital black and white and four-color high-speed inkjet printing, a cost-effective way to introduce color into your short-run titles. We, of course, offer traditional offset printing as well. Bindery is done in-house, from adhesive case binding to PUR, perfect binding to mechanical binding of all types including side sewing we provide warehousing kitting distribution inventory management a new print on demand facility streaming browser based ebooks and bookstore call us at 1-800-465-5200 for a quote on your next book project you can also visit our website at www.tps1.com Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. All right, so we really we've you know looked back some of the things that have worked for two eighteen. Um, we didn't get into stuff that hadn't worked. Uh, Kathy, was there anything that you thought that was supposed to, supposedly supposed to be trending or hot that didn't take off? Does anything come to your mind? Oh gosh. Um, well, I think uh, not. I think Facebook ads, uh, you know, used to be very hot and I think you have to really know what you're doing now in Facebook ads. Um, I think the same thing with Amazon ads. I think they're an absolutely incredible tool, but you really have to know what you're doing with um, Amazon ads to, to get the return on investment. So I think on pretty much everything that worked 
five years ago without much effort. You just have to do it better now. <laughs> yeah, How's that? So. Yeah, I think in every sense, you just have to do everything a little bit better because it's just more competitive in 2018. Yeah, it is. And I think that, you know, hiring the, the boosts and the ads on Facebook and, and whatever you're doing, um, that a lot of, uh, I, I mean, I've had dismal reports coming back from a lot of people. Uh, that it's a lot of money out the door and it's just not working on that. And I think, yeah. that, you know, if you're not getting sales, then you know what? It's not working. It's not working. And so you have to be totally aware of that. Um, and but I think the interesting thing is with, with everything there, and again, we were talking about the change to more of an entrepreneurial mindset, is that, I do see the most successful authors who do put on that, you know, I am my own publisher. I am my own marketer. I'm going to master the business as well as the craft of publishing. And they are becoming very data-driven. So they're not just guessing uh, it works or it doesn't. It's not just all or nothing. It's more like, okay, well, where, if I created an ad, um, where did we lose them? You know, did we get the people to the product page? Do we lose them at the product page? Did we lose them? Did we not get the impressions? Did we not get in front of the right audience? So we didn't even get the click throughs. So uh, again, you know, the, the authors are, that are succeeding are becoming more like marketers in other industries. They're literally looking at why and what are the numbers telling me and what do the numbers tell me I have to change and if we change this one thing you know does that change the outcome of this ad that we're running and and that is really what leads to success is not just you know Facebook ads don't work for me well why don't they work for you because they work for some people really well so let's look at all the pieces you know who you're who are you targeting in the ad what does the ad say if you're getting the click-throughs and you're not getting the sales, what's wrong with your product page? You know, is it the cover? Is it the synopsis? Is it the price? Is it so? It's looking at all of these little pieces and fixing things until you get to the secret sauce, which is what marketers do all the time. It's not, you know, typical that it's just, you know, million-dollar campaigns are just built in a night. It's constant monitoring the data, looking at the outcomes, looking at the sticking points. And changing things and, again, having that entrepreneurial, agile mindset until you really get to the secret sauce, which just takes time, practice, failure, fixing. And I, I do see that. Um, I see that changing. I see the more successful authors really taking that on, like, let's just figure this out and listen to the numbers and listen to the information we gather. Well, I, I, here's, here's one of my tips. I'm going to just really add in. You cannot turn over any of this stuff to someone and blindly walk away from it and thinking they're going to do the right thing. That I, I've, I've been in situations where you deal with these pros, where they're funnel experts, they're these kind of experts to do all these things. And they say, oh, yeah, we'll develop the ads, we'll do these kind of things. And you never see them. And then they bomb. Well, that's your fault. You know, own up. It's your fault. Yeah. You didn't see it. You didn't approve it. And, and you know, that's a lesson learned for me. I'm talking to myself, too, 
that that sometimes we overly trust. I, I get it. You're OD'd. You're overwhelmed. You've got all kinds of stuff going on. But marketing is so critical and essential to your book. And these are dollars. And you start, you know, this is where you can spend some big dollars. Don't kiss them off. Make sure you see what's being done. Does it have the right keywords for you? Where is it getting placed? Does it is it visually attractive? I'm a highly visual person. And if you're putting it up on Facebook, guess what? It's visual, people. And if it's not attractive, it ain't going to work. That's my opinion. Yeah, and I, I think, too, is start small. I, um, you really should start marketing efforts small, and you should be getting reports. Either you're, you know, setting it up yourself and get, and, you know, analyzing the reports, or the person that you're working with should be giving you reports because there's a ton of valuable information in there. And if you're starting small and one, you know, even one audience uh, of, of that, that targeted group of audiences, you know, is working, or maybe you're running multiple ads and one is working and one's not, why? You know, let's duplicate success. And so start small, don't spend a lot, experiment, little failures, little successes, build on the successes, stop the failures, and then add a little more money. And that's, Again, what a marketer would do with any product because it's not necessarily that you go out and everything's successful. You go out, you experiment, and you change, and then you learn. I mean, I think Amazon ads are fascinating for that because you can actually learn at the keyword level um, or the comparable title level or author what is working, and you can keep refining. And you can do it at a really low price point until you get – this to the secret sauce, right? <laughs> yeah, but what, what are the things that you said, Kathy? If they're not giving you real-time reports of what's going on, they failed. And you're, you know, you're not going to have anything. Well, let's talk a little bit about, we've got, you and I are doing a fun event. <laughs> it was actually Kathy's idea. I'm going to give credit here. <laughs> let's do. We're going to be doing a taste of the extravaganza. A taste of the author extravaganza on Saturday, February 24th running from Pacific time, think Pacific time and add your time zones on eight in the morning up to 1130. There are seven of us who are in play here. You've got seven awesome, I mean, I'm telling you, awesome publishing pros. You've got John Kramer, the author of 1001 Book Marketing Ideas. You've got Barb Wilson, who is wonderful with editing and writing narratives and really goosing up your fiction to a level you probably hadn't thought about. You've got Joan Stewart, who is known as a publicity hound. There's this Daniel Hall, who is an online product development expert. You've got Kathy, who's with us. You've got Jackie Lappin, who knows a lot about the speaking field, as well as PR. And you've got me. And we're free. How cool is that? And we do have some bonuses for all of you, but you have to be registered and signed up. So to find out about that, all you need to do is go to, you need to go to author you the letter u dot org and click on events and you can sign up there it's a, it's a, it's it says events and it'll be a webinar or you can go to the bookshepherd.com under events and that'll be there as well and sign up but you do want to and if you're following kathy um on at bubblish on twitter mm -hmm. um, in her facebook you're following me at mybookshepherd.com or author you um, uh, or not, not com, um, my book shepherd, that's Twitter 
or authored you, you'll find a stream of tweets that are going to be flowing on it. Or if you, and I'm going to encourage all of you, if you haven't joined, you know, the the uh, Publishing with the Book Shepherd page on Facebook, join it. Join that group. I'll welcome you into it. Share your information because I love to cheer and celebrate you. And when we move along in that area, but th- that's what we're going to be doing. So it's going to be crisp, right? It's all going to be on the phone so you can get your cup of coffee and stay in your jammies if you want. Um, and just just get ready to learn a lot because we're going to give you a taste. We're going to give you a series of tidbits. Kathy is going to be doing. And then let me just tell you about the extravaganza, which is the real dates. I mean, the official dates are, are August. It's August, which is beautiful. No snow, people. August, no cold <laughs> 24th and 25th. But wait, wait, there's more. On the 23rd, John Kramer, Kathy, and I are going to be doing um, book marketing advanced breakthroughs, where each one of us are going to be taking key components and breaking out. The goal when you go is you are going to be so loaded with ideas on how to sell a gazillion books when you come out of that. And that's an additional add-on to it. That night, listen to this. You want to come early, actually, before the official, because Thompson Shore, one of our sponsors for this show, Thompson Shore is going to be doing a author book fest. And up to 20 people can pitch their books. You have less than five minutes to pitch your book. And from that, one person is going to walk away with a full publishing package, printing, editing, layout, cover, etc. And then post the, the, the extravaganza, Barb Wilson is going to do an intensive stay over an extra day. Barb is going to stay and, and, and do an, an extra editing writing workshop. And with that, that's the extravaganza. So you're going to go to the author you, you'll find all that information. And with that, Kathy, we're out of time. Well, awesome. Excited. Excited to be part of it, Judith. You do such great stuff for the author community. It's um, great to work with you. Thank you so much. And I will look forward to seeing you here in a couple of weeks. That sounds great. Happy writing, everyone. Thank you for being a part of your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Each week.